0: Hello, Libra friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Libra January 2024 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Libra is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Libra placement you're listening for. What I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Libra friend, so birthdays around October 15th through the rest of the sign or 23 degree Libra placement through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Scorpio report as you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. So I'm calling the theme of this month for Libra, time to vibrate loudly with your heart song. And of course, we're going to talk about all kinds of other things that are relevant this month and other themes at play. This is a Libra-specific recording, and I do have a second video I'm putting out this month and and recording I'm putting out this month that has the general transits that are good for all signs. So you'll want to listen to that, that one as well. It will be linked in the notes underneath the video or podcast. That one's called Wolf Moon Mischief, okay? So you can find that. All right, now I'm going to show you the chart that I'm using. For those of you who are interested in having the visual, I will refer back to it to help teach those of you who want to learn. I'm an astrology teacher above everything else, so um, I enjoy that part. So if you want the visuals, here, take a picture, screenshot of this chart. And before everyone else wants to run screaming, we'll get it off the screen and go back to the slideshow for those of you watching the video version. And then hopefully everyone will be happy. Okay, so let's talk about Libra goodies and what we are doing this month and why I'm saying it's time to vibrate loudly with your magical heart song. That's an affirmation that I made up. I have it um, in my office at all times that I look at because I think that each person has gifts to put out, which I like to call our magical heart song. And uh, there are certain times. Where it's time to really go to the next level of that. And that is the time for Libras. And why is that? Okay. So if you're looking at the visual of the chart, look at the bottom. Well, first of all, the one through 12 ring of yellow in the middle is denoting the houses. Those pie pieces are houses. Houses in astrology are fields of experience that we have as humans. Houses are amazing. They unify us in a shared human experience. Okay. We can see our individual, unique personality flavor when we look at the imprint of a needle chart and some of our other charts. But when we look at the houses, we can see the shared um, experiences that we have that all humans go through in their own way that evolve over time. And so if you're looking at the third house, so look at that three and look at that fullness under there, we've got Venus, star goddess Seres, Mercury, Mars, still in Sagittarius. This storyline we had going on in December And we have it still happening at the beginning of the month. For Libras, this is great news because fire energies are beautiful for air signs. So that vibrance, that, you know, just zest and sparkle, the effervescence, the fun, the celebration gets to continue. And it makes all of these angles of opportunity for Libra placements. So this is a beautiful time where um, gregarious connections, you know, where you coming together with other people may inspire you and you may see something or experience something that, you know, inspires you. Um, when I was in London recently, the BBC had this beautiful nature, uh, exhibit where these beautiful nature videos were cast on walls in this like warehouse. And I left that place. I didn't want to leave. But when I left it, I was so inspired. And, you know, um, I'm not I mean, I like to take pictures. My main medium is not photography, but I left there inspired for my mediums by what they had done there. And that is the kind of energy that you have now through social interactions, through education, Sagittarius rules, education, that third house that's lifted up for you all at this time is, um, you know, social energy. You could be inspired by something someone else has done or something that someone else tells you, encourages you, um, to share your magical heart song through expression, whatever your modality is. Maybe it's singing, maybe it's, um, digital art, maybe it's, you know, something else that you're good at. There's no limit to how your creativity can express. It can express through business. It can express through startups. You know, whatever your gift, your gift grouping is that you feel called to share, it's being highlighted at this time. Now it's possible you may need some more education in order to implement these things or to give yourself the confidence that you need to bring them out into the world. The Sagittarius energies are very much about learning, teaching, and sharing that way. And this also may have to do with interacting with other people, you know, creating something for somebody else, you know, and not just keeping it to yourself. As the month progresses, these saggy energies ground into Capricorn energies. And this puts the puts the little bit of pressure now on Libra placements because this is a square. Okay, so three degrees apart. So Libra, so Scorpio is one sign or apart, Scorpio to Sag is the second sign, and Sag to Cap is the third sign. Three signs apart is a 90 degree angle. A 90 degree angle is an angle of pressure. And it doesn't have to be bad pressure. Sometimes it is, but it doesn't, it doesn't always, it can just be that impetus of birthing something. Okay. So you've birthed baby, um, or if you've watched someone birth a baby, or you have birthed a creative baby, you know that the work and the concentration and the consistency that's involved in birthing something into the tangible reality is hard work. So this energy just denotes the, the perseverance that you need to bring something into practice, bring something into the 3D reality. And that's what this is about now. Okay. It's, it's taking the vision and putting it into the form. So you'll have lots of opportunity to do that. We've got a major Capricorn party. The sun, Mars will get there. Mercury will get there. Venus will get there. And then we've got the new moon on January 11th and Capricorn as well. This is about new beginnings of business or other tangible uh, things out in the world. Things that you show the world, gifts that you give to the world with what you're good at. This can have to do with jobs or employments. It can have to do with other ambitions um, like passion projects that are not involving money. A lot of times people could be doing things out in the world that have nothing to do with earning money. And so the, all of this is represented. Father figures, authority figures, um, that type of energy ruled by Capricorn, ruled by Saturn, which rules Capricorn, of the taskmaster of doing the work, getting it done. So after the Sag party, it will be a time to get down to business, wrap up, do things like taxes and you know, new year paperwork and health insurance and whatever different things go on you'll you'll move from this period of inspiration to the period of time where you've got to do something either you know that might feel a little bit hard. So, but we've got as the month progresses more and more clear energies from Mercury going direct the first day of the year, January 1st Mercury's direct, little chaos in the days around that time before it starts to regulate completely clear by uh, January 21st, which opens us into the first open period of the year free of personal planet retrogrades for your big launches and, you know, your important steps. And we've got a lot of beautiful dates this month of taking important tangible steps. And I'm saying that Saturn is happy, okay? Saturn's happy because it's a Capricorn party and that's his area of rulership. And Saturn is happy because we have a ton of sweet aspects this month. And a lot of them have either Saturn in them or have Capricorn planets, which is ruled by Saturn, okay? So Saturn is very rarely happy. Saturn is that grumpy guy you pass, you know, your neighbor who always scowls. But this month, for a lot of the month, until we get to that wolf moon, oh gosh, that's another story, January 25th. Um, and then he gets happy again after that. But, um, you know, you might see that codger uh, whistling at this time because it's it's just, you know, just kind of an energy that is speaking his language. And it's full of, of um, positive results from hard work. Something else good that can happen from this energy is where Somebody who's very Saturnian, okay? You know, Saturn, I always picture him as this, you know, grandfather, wise, but could be, you know, wise guy, of uh, sarcastic and, you know, practical and accomplished in the material realm, where that energy can manifest in a good way, where somebody could be hassling you, but it could work out well, or something, I'll share something just to give a little insight into my bizarre sense of humor, I guess. I'm in London a lot. Um, I have things that bring me to the UK and I just um, love it there very much. So I travel there a lot. And one of my favorite things is when I get heckled by an older English um, gentleman, because they do heckle people. <laughs> and it's always very amusing to me. So I see Saturn as like represented by that energy, you know, and, um, and so it's like, maybe that person is heckling, right? But I'm getting joy out of that <laughs> because it's very funny to me. So it's kind of like that this month. It's like, you've got these squares with this Saturnian energy and there's a pressure point, right? But it can turn out to be good for you, whether it's through joy, like I'm, you know, being amused by this, or whether it's through accomplishment. you know, there's something that where you're getting your chops busted by Saturn, um, but it works out in a good way. Now, as these energies move into Capricorn as the month progresses, specifically for Libra, this highlights your house of home and family and housing and real estate. So you'll notice that there's a lot of attention there in those sectors of life. There could be a little drama or strife. As I said, these squares put pressure, or there could be just hard work that you're doing that results in positive outcomes, you know, like maybe you're moving. Um, this could be a great month for moving, especially towards the end of the month when Mercury is clear. Um, or maybe you're making a big sale or a big purchase, you know. All of this maybe work and maybe the, the the pressure of a transition, but it could be a positive thing. You know, that's another example. So those areas are being highlighted now. As the sun moves into Aquarius later in the month, and we start this Aquarian storyline, this is a fellow air sign. Okay, so as the month progresses, we get all of this like the pressure, the squares, the Saturn kind of just move beautifully into this beautiful trine energy for Libra, which is the most favorable in all of astrology. And we start that sequence, which will continue into February of the planets moving into there, giving you kisses and highlighting your house of creativity and your vibrant heart song. Okay. So we started out with what I had discussed earlier in the report. And then as we move into those Aquarius placements, um, this is highlighting this more strongly. The fifth house is, I call it your bucket list house. The things that really bring you joy, whether it's your expression or whether it's your experience, there can be lots of opportunities to engage with life through the eyes of a child—not childish, but childlike. You know, if you ever see a kid running around, they're just so excited. Well, whether well, they're not screaming anyway, right? But they're just looking at everything like, "What's that? What's that?" and there's just this magical sparkly childlike wonder of this fiery energy of of the house of Leo, which is the fifth house. Aquarius lights that up for Libra. So you'll start to see that energy be accentuated, which can give you more gusto to share your magical heart song, um, you know, and to to really just make your expression hit to higher levels. Okay, so I'm just going to breeze across this um, wolf moon thing, because like I said, in the, I have a special report that includes that and includes general transit, so I'm not going to go into too much of it now. But in the days around January 25th, we have a full moon in Leo. So let's take things layer by layer, because everything in life is layers, everything in astrology is layers. So if we look just at the first layer of a full moon... In Leo, we look at fullness and completion and fruition and drama in everything ruled by Leo, which is this fifth house of your heart song and your expression and your bucket list energy. Okay, so um, that's the fifth house for everybody. So something can come to fruition or manifestation or drama in those arenas, children, dating, you know, those kind of things or your creative projects. Now let's add in the other layer. And this has to do with um, Pluto being next to the whole thing. So Pluto is close to the sun as it opposes the moon in the full moon configuration. So Pluto is opposing the moon. So it can be very combustive and explosive. And at the same time, we have Chiron and the moon in a square. I mean, uh, Chiron and Mars in a square. Mars, the god of war, Chiron, the wounded healer in a pressure point. So you know, this is. I'm definitely going to issue the hide under a rock warning for the days around the 25th. We'll say the 19th or the rest of the month. And although we we end the month with a bunch of really great transits that I hope kind of make lemonade lemonade out of the lemons, you know, this is a, it could be dangerous. It can be combustive. Um, you know, it's definitely. you want to be more careful and not be reckless. Um, and definitely look look for that uh, Wolf Moon mischief report for January 2024 to get more details about that. But just tread lightly at that time. And then we erupt into this, you know, this triad of awesomeness with three beautiful aspects between the 27th and 28th. I'm not going to go into all the details of what they are, but I can give you some hints in, that they have to do with Jupiter. So expansion and luck, Uranus in a nice configuration. So happy surprises and sudden insights. Um, and there's just, and Venus, you know, so love and beauty and relationships. But if you do like the details of the aspects and the dates you will want to go to anyhelpsyou.com and put your name and email address in there when you get the welcome letter which you might have to look in your spam you know or other social folders to find click on the archive link and then look for January 2024 astrology i will have it in there by the end of november um to find the sweet and salty list the dates of my favorite aspects the dates of the ones that i'm most concerned about the general write up of the month You can find that all out there. Okay, so as of Jupiter waking up at the end of December, bringing our big visions to life, the things that were sleeping in September when Jupiter was slumbering, you'll see the big visions start to awaken and the ambitions and the motivation and the inspiration will start to wake up. So January will feel like a new year in that way. It will also feel like a new year in the way that we went through a lot of karmic rubble, you know, through the fall or, or spring for you all down under from the uh, eclipses. And of course, being a Libra, you know, you went through a clip, an eclipse in your sign and you're starting, you know, as of April of this year, you're starting a couple of years of, of Aries Libra eclipse cycle. So you all have been in it and it's, um, you know, it's definitely a time when you cleared through a lot of karmic grief So it feels like a new year in the way that you release a lot. It feels like a new year because Jupiter is awake as of the end of December. It feels like a new year because Mercury went direct at the beginning of the month and year. And as the month progresses, that will only feel stronger. Okay, so that's very exciting. Jupiter waking up specifically for Libra in your eighth house. Um, So I've talked about this before, and I'll be talking about this from now until May as this transit continues until then. But the eighth house is the house of house of other people's money. Winnings, inheritances, sweepstakes. I mean, I know personally, when I look back at times when I had Jupiter in the eighth house, finding money, winning things. I remember one time when I worked for, I was in in a corporate setting and I was so lucky for winning things that a friend of mine wanted to win. At that point, it was a DVD player. Okay. These were like new at the time and everyone was very excited about them. And, strangely for having an online business now. At that time I was very technophobic. And I didn't care. I didn't want the DVD player. Um but he he's like, well put your name in and win it for me. And I did. I won it and I gave it to him. And now when I look back astrologically that I had Jupiter going through the eighth house. So I was just winning everything like crazy and didn't know what was going on. And if you could find cash when I've had this happen, I found cash in the streets and just It's just a very lucky energy for money and for getting financial and um, emotional support. So you've got that going from now, especially now that it's awake until May. Okay, so to see more about this month, look in the notes underneath the podcast or video to find the January 2024 Wolf Moon Mischief. It'll also be in the playlist at the end of this recording um, on YouTube. Go to AnnieHelbstre.com, put your email address and name in there to have access to all of my mailings, including my write-up for each month, one month early, and um, my educational emails and a lot of other free goodies, including my 28-day virtual coaching program called Shine for free. You can join my secret star portal at that same site, or at least it will link there, where you can get access to a year and a half of archives plus new material monthly, including my written horoscopes. It's also a good way to exchange with me. If you are someone who has been wanting, I've had people say, hey, what, you know, do you have a donation thing? Do you have whatever? And I do not. But if you want to have some sort of energetic exchange, I'm happy to offer things for free. And most of the people listening will only receive free things from me always. And that, that's okay. Um, but if you feel like you want to you know, activate a monthly exchange, you can join my exclusive content portal and my secret star portal. You'll see that there. If you want to learn astrology through me, I have an astrology basics and beyond course, or my becoming a professional astrologer mastery certification course, where I can teach you how to earn money and help people from your love of the stars. Besides diving deep into yourself. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.